It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News, and uh, I love hallway conversations. It is one of the hardest parts of not having all of the great people of KSL and Deseret News in the building. Is is hallway conversations are awesome. Uh, it's often when the great ideas get planted. And uh, our good friend Debbie Dejanovic is uh, joining us because we had a hallway conversation. Debbie and I sort of do this dance when we come in the studio. She wraps up and does the sanitizing, and then I jump in and uh, get ready to roll. Uh, but we were talking about, you know, there's so much negativity going on. There's so much divisive rhetoric, uh, and there's a lot for people to be discouraged or frustrated with in the world. And uh, you shared with me so, some experiences around uh, how do we do that? How do we interact with people in the right way? And, and what are we doing personally? Tell us about that. So I was talking to a friend this last weekend, Boyd, and uh, she said, um, just based on our conversation and past conversations, that she's a happiness bully and that I'm a happiness bully. And when I was having this conversation with her, I really didn't know what a happiness bully was, but I had an idea that it's when, you know, particularly my personal life, maybe people have a different take of me when I'm on the air, depending on what story, what, what the story, story or is. topic, right. yeah. But in my personal life, I tend to try to find the silver lining in everything. Yeah. And I also explain to you why you should see the silver lining and how I see the silver lining. And so I went, I Googled, of course, when we hear new terminology, <laughs> new term. yeah. which we've heard a lot of in the last few months, social distancing and, you know, and non-maskers and maskers. Um, what is a happiness bully? And I found a clip it's with Gretchen Rubin and her sister. As she's talking to her, said, "Now Gretchen Rubin has written um, many, many books yeah. about happiness. So, can we play that clip?" Yeah. I know that you have aims that would make you happier, and you don't always stick to them. Like I remember, you were trying to lose weight to get pregnant, and you did it easily uh, when you were doing it because for your now son Jack. Then, when you're just trying to do it for yourself, sometimes it's more of a challenge, and sometimes. I want to push you to give you that accountability to kind of nudge you to stick to your aims, even when I know that it's kind of annoying to you. Well, that's why I lovingly <laughs> refer to you as my happiness bully. <laughs> yes. Well, it is an occupational hazard. So I am a happiness bully because I tend to do what Gretchen Rubin, the happiness writer, does, which yeah. is inflict her thoughts in a positive way onto other people. And you yeah. should think as I, I think. That's how I think. You should be happy. You should be happy, yeah. About this. So there's so much negativity. And I looked up a study. Uh, 14% of Americans right now consider themselves to be very happy. That means we have 86% yeah. of people who do not consider themselves to be very happy. Well, who can be happy right now? Right. We don't know what's going to happen when kids go back to school. We don't know when there's going to be a vaccine. We don't know about this. We don't know how many people in our family are going to be affected by COVID. There's a lot to be really, yeah. really sad and negative about right now. Yeah. So here's what a happiness bully does. And this is what this happiness bully does. 
She says to herself and her children and her parents when she talks to them and her sister that there's a silver lining in this pandemic, Boyd, mm-hmm. and that is that my yard looks beautiful, <laughs> that I have been able to step back from the real world that was pushing me every single day to go from 3 o'clock in the morning until midnight some nights and step back and cancel because I had yeah. to cancel right. appointments, cancel speaking engagements, be at home more, and reconnect with my inner self. Yeah, yeah. I have gotten so much out of that. And what a happiness bully will turn to you and say is, Boyd, what, what has do. this pandemic <laughs> taught you? Yeah, yeah. And it's and it's so important to have that conversation. And I think it's important for us to really recognize that having that kind of happiness, being that kind of happiness bully, uh, is not about uh, you know going through the world in with rose-colored glasses. It's not about glasses that are half full or half empty. Uh, it's simply a perspective thing. But then, how do we how do we bring people along in a way that's just not annoying? <laughs> Which you can be completely annoying as a happiness bully. Yeah. Because here's sometimes I think where we cross the line is that. I'm, I'm sorry that you lost your job. That's that's horrible. But think of it this way. It's a chance to find a new career. Well, the person who just lost their job and yeah. might have to go seek out some benefits in order to support their family probably isn't in a position or in a situation where they want to hear that. Yeah. So I think we also have to be very aware of what the other person is going through when we that's open right. our mouth and give this advice. Yeah, and I think part of that is recognizing that in all this kind of information and trying to help and lift people, the when to, the when to is just as important as the how or the what to do to help somebody. Can I tell you about an experience I had yeah. about 25 years ago, maybe even longer, when I was covering a story for Channel 4 News, uh, we were uh, – We'd uh, taken a road trip to an Air Force base. Actually, they might have flown us there. With a, I'd been, I was uh, paired with a photographer, as always, when we were um, covering news for television. He traveled with me to this particular story, and we were on an Air Force base in another state. And he continued to roll, which means record, a conversation that I was having with somebody kind of to the side of the story. But I've, as always, reporters are frequently mic'd up with right. lavalier mics. <laughs> and, and, and normally, um, under most conditions, we remember that we're mic'd up in this con- <laughs> particular situation. And thankfully, he continued to record while he was off shooting video of, uh, you know, fighter pilots and, and their jets. And I was having this conversation. Well, part of this conversation, I went on a particular rant about what the station's expectations were. It wasn't Channel 5 at the time, by the way. It was Channel 4. Uh, how could I make deadline? I just can't believe this is happening to me. This is I just barely got here. and this is, I don't even know how I'm going to get on the air. We went back to the satellite truck, which is essentially a rolling newsroom, right? Um, which was there. And I started to look through all of the video, Boyd. And it, back in the day, we we recorded everything That's on painful. tape. Yeah. yeah. And we log yeah. it all. I mean, I'd sit yeah. there and log painting mistakenly log all of our interviews and all of the videos so the photographer could just turn to me during the edit and say debbie where is this particular shot and i could give him a specific time, time code. code yeah i heard myself and it was a gift because i was embarrassed for myself i was humiliated and in that moment i realized i needed to turn my these unhappiness type moments around yeah. and find more positive things to talk about I wish sometimes when I was I'm in settings with my friends, my dear friends who sit around and complain about the pandemic 
even though they don't know anybody who has COVID. They complain about, well, schools are closed and my kid's going to be required to wear a mask. And I can't believe the governor is doing this. And I can't believe that the director of, you know, this and that is saying that. And I don't even believe this is a real thing. And that I would think they would just take a step back and be grateful that no one in their family has COVID. That we have something called Amazon to ship us masks yeah. because what did they do in 1918 right. with yeah, the pandemic? Did, didn't have any of those uh, kinds of things there. And I, I think that's such great insight, Debbie. And I think it's so good for all of us to think through because it's so easy to get caught up in the group griping and the pity parties and the woe is me and this is so bad. Uh, to me, there's always that perspective. Uh, perspective about perspective, I think, really matters. Uh, and recognizing that at the beginning, we may ne- we may not know if something is so good or so bad. We just know it's hard. We know it's difficult or frustrating. But if we're willing to go through that exercise, and I, I think what you had to do, watch the tape. I think if a lot of us had to watch the tape of us being part of a group griping or pity party session, uh, I think it would change a, a lot of perspectives for sure. I have had to politely excuse myself from conversations that go down that road. Now, I am not perfect, as you said, uh, but I'll be perfectly honest here. And sometimes I can get scooped up in those, yeah, whether it's, it's on hard. the air, yep. whether that's in person. Um, but I want more of that happiness bully and more of us to come out when yeah. we see the moment is right. And right. it may not always be the right moment. Yeah. I don't know if I want to step into a situation where somebody after a, a full day of work here at KSL News Radio just wants to talk about the pandemic, for example. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but uh, I hope I hope just this admission that I'm a happiness bully maybe gives people food for thought. It's the only kind of bullying that we'll accept. (laughs) And it's a good kind. (laughs) Thank you, my friend. All right. Awesome. Debbie Dejanovic, every day, 9 to 11. Dave and Dejanovic, uh, great perspective as always. Really appreciate Debbie's uh, willingness to come in and have a chat with us. These are the kinds of conversations I think we have to continue to have as a society, uh, especially as we talk about how do we move forward together. That's the key. Uh, And again, we're continuing to invite everyone to just join however you can or will. Go to moonshot.deseret.com. And for the next 54 days, we've got 54 days less now, uh, let's all come together. Let's make a difference and let's get ready to plow forward in the fall post-Labor Day uh, and show the nation and show the world that Utah is ready to lead in a significant way. Again, big thanks to Debbie Dejanovic. All right, we're going to step aside for bottom of the hour news. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk about the Tabernacle Choir. It's 90 years of broadcasting history. Stay with us. We'll be right back. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.